the story is growing. It's the circles are going out from the story of the, the death of Tyree Nichols now in Memphis. And a sixth officer has been relieved of duty for involvement. And let's get an update this morning. What's going on right now with Fox News Radio's Eben Brown? Good morning, Eben. Good morning. You hear me? Yes. Coming <laughs> loud and clear. Listen. Good, good. Yeah. So I, the, uh, the the latest really is is just as you said, you know, uh, those five officers are fired. They're charged with murder. They're out on, on bond. Uh, a sixth officer is now on leave uh, or um, uh, is relieved of duty. Uh, and that could be pending uh, termination or criminal charges as well. But the fire department has now th- fired three of their employees who were involved, including the two EMTs that were on scene uh, that did not render aid to Mr. Nichols. And that was another source of contention, that there were these two EMTs who at no point try to uh, uh, try to help him, try to tend to his injuries. Uh, and there's, you know, the argument could be made that had they intervened, maybe his life might have been saved. Um there's, uh, there was also, uh, we're still trying to hear about two Shelby County, Tennessee deputies who were on scene that did nothing to de-escalate. At no point did those uh, two deputies uh, try to stop it, to tell the officers from Memphis PD, uh, hey, go take a walk, go, go breathe, whatever, you know, we'll watch him for you while you calm down. Uh, you know, none of that ever happened. And, and that, I think, is, um, you know, you know to, to most people, that's just a big fail. That's right. On a lot of places there, it sounds like, you know, six yeah. or eight people, one of them could have, we would think, would have said, hey, wait a minute, this is out of hand. Let's stop this thing. But apparently, like you were saying, it appears nobody did, even the even the EMTs, and those are people, they're trained and they're dedicated to saving lives. That uh, I don't understand that one at all. No, it, it's a big mystery why they didn't. Uh, normally, you know, you go into that line of work of emergency medical, you know, rescue, whatnot. Uh, because that's what you want to do. You want to run into the fire, so to speak. Uh, and what exactly happened here, we don't know. Um, you know, we don't know if there was some kind of existing uh, agreement uh, between them and the police officers, or if perhaps they were scared for themselves. Maybe they were scared for the uh, by the police. But uh, we, we we don't know. I'm sure someone will come forward with their story at some point. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, it looks as if demonstrations, which uh, uh, have been happening have been peaceful uh, you know people obviously out and marching and and, uh, and and chanting and things like that but we have not seen widespread destruction which is a good thing and uh, I think uh, it's sad that we half expect that to happen but at the same time uh, there have been a lot of pleas especially from the family of Tyree Nichols uh, asking people not to riot not to destroy you know, buildings and, and homes and, and businesses and things like that. That, that was not something uh, Tyree Nichols was ever supportive of, and it would be a, an insult to his memory if people did that in his name. But you would think that local officials across the country, they they got eyes and ears. They should be watching this. Well, I know some of ours here, we've questioned them here in Wichita. Uh, they've seen it. They'd say, well, what can we learn? We need to make sure that our, our police officers are trained and professional and all of this. And, and that seems like some people... <laughs> are just not getting the message out there. Yeah, well, it's a big it's a good question uh, or it's a big question as to why and yeah. we do know that at least a couple of these officers were hired with standards being relaxed. You know, it's not just one thing to train your officers. Yeah. Uh they have to be able and capable to receive that training and and implement it in in their 
in their conduct. And there are some people who are just really not cut out for certain lines of work for one reason or another. And uh, that might have been a problem here, too. At least the question is being asked. Uh, and so I, I think in an, in an age when police have been, by and large, demonized uh, based on the actions of a relative few uh, and the move to defund and cut police and, and whatnot, that there's a there's a hiring problem, there's a retention problem, and that leads to hiring anyone who's willing, and that may not be the right person for this kind of job, and that might have played out here. Again, I think it's going to take a long uh, you know, investigation into you know what led up to this, yeah. uh, but yeah. uh, I, I fear that we might we might learn that uh, a couple of these officers were hired when they they should not have been. They didn't have the the requisite skills or the the traits or the temperament for this kind of work. Being a police officer can be very very stressful, especially in an anti crime unit like they were, uh, which is tasked with um, kind of really sort of being the tip of the spear, you know, in in bad parts of town. Uh, and often you you operate with um, you know with little supervision, and uh, you, you you're you're sort of trusted to make calls on your own, and and uh, and sometimes it gets a little rough. And I, I had a friend who was rescued from a holdup by a street crimes unit that happened to be on the same block in a you know hiding in a in a, a van that they were there for another reason. But, wow. Um, you know, and thank God they were there. My my friend had a had a had a gun put to his head, um, but uh, but in this case, you know, here in Memphis, uh, this uh, obviously the, these officers were certainly unprofessional and yeah. and just downright mean. Well, listen, thank you for your time and, and your help this morning. We appreciate it, Evan. The uh, Fox News Radio's Evan Brown with a little bit more on what's uh, what's been going on in Memphis. Stephen's in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, we're coming up on 819 here on this Tuesday morning, last day of January, and it's time for a look at sports again. Here's Ted Woodward, Ted. Yeah, huge game tonight up in Lawrence. Yeah. College men's basketball, number six, Kansas State, visiting number eight, Kansas. These two teams are just a game apart in the conference standing. K-State is in second place in the Big 12. KU is another game back, so. Big game tonight between these two. Of course, they just met two weeks ago in Manhattan. K-State won that game by one point in overtime. And here we are two weeks later for the rematch in Lawrence. KU, FanDuel has KU as a six-and-a-half-point favorite on home court. Jayhawks have lost three straight conference games in a row. Looking to get back in the win column in the conference. A couple things to keep in mind. KU has won 16 straight times against the Wildcats in Lawrence. That's 16 years in the making. And, you know, uh, K-State, we mentioned, they beat KU two weeks ago. But Kansas State hasn't beaten KU twice in a row in 29 years. See how things go. KU is 10-1 on home court this season at Allen Fieldhouse. K-State is only 3-3 on the road. Live coverage on the Kansas Jayhawks radio network at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence at Allen Fieldhouse. Listen live, KUK State, a big one tonight. That's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Women's basketball, we want a little spotlight on Taylor Robinson. She is a fifth-year senior at Oklahoma. Went to, she's from McPherson. And she now has made the most three-pointers in college basketball history. More than 500 she has made in her career. She did it in 150 fewer attempts than the previous record holder. And she shoots 44% from three-point range. 
one of the great legendary shooters, Taylor Robinson. She's from McPherson. She's about to finish up her career at Oklahoma with the Sooners. And she's the most accurate and deadly three-point shooter in college basketball history. It's amazing. That? Yeah. Taylor Robinson from McPherson. Let's take a look at the NBA last night. The Golden State Warriors went on the road in Oklahoma City, beat the Thunder 128-120, to starting forward for the Warriors. Former Kansas Shayhawk Andrew Wiggins had 15 points and four rebounds. Golden State right now in the number five spot in the conference standings. They are on a three-game winning streak right now. little Shocker basketball history for you. It was 40 years ago on this night. The Shockers were on the road in Terre Haute taking on Indiana State. Shockers beat the Sycamores that night 89-81 thanks to a great effort from the Shocker sophomore Xavier McDaniel. 20 rebounds, 20 points. It would be the first time that he would get a 20-20 in his Shocker career. He did it nine times. Wow. First time he did it was 40 years ago on this night. That is very rare. 20 points, 20 rebounds at Indiana State. And, boy, if you're having that big Super Bowl party, you better save up all that food. (laughs) The price of food jumping 10.4% compared with a year ago, according to the latest stats from the government, but some items are trending downward. So slide the chicken wings back on the menu for your big soiree. Prices dropping 22% since last year. Go ahead, mix up that fresh guacamole. Avocado prices dropping due to a strong crop. Light up the grill. The cost of sirloin steak sliced by about a dollar per pound over the past year. But it will cost you a lot more to wash it all down. The price of beer up 11%. Soda prices rising 25%. CJ Papa, Fox News. Of course, the Super Bowl this year, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Philadelphia Eagles, were 12 days away. Of course, you'll be able to hear that game live right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Biden documents at the University of Delaware. That's uh, coming up with uh, Sean Hannity here on KNSS.